You're listening to Tarot Visions. You lucky devil. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Rose. How's it going? Not bad. However, comma, it's February. Ah, yes. Can you believe one month's gone already? I know, right? It's been crazy, but I'm realizing that February brings out all of the lovers. Oh. Past, present, and future. You're right. Oh, my goodness. We've been getting the calls and the requests to talk about love readings, because what are the topics that most tarot readers get? Work, money, and love. Yes. Sometimes all at the same time. Yeah, sometimes. But 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 more than I, is he cheating on me? Should I leave him? Should I stay? Should we <sighs> tap dance? Wait. Okay. Should we tap dance? Yeah, should we take dance lessons to make ourselves be more connected? Yeah. Should no. we should we go out and picnics? Should we become open? Should we close down our relationships? Should we have five boyfriends and one girlfriend? Yeah. They all come yes. because it is February. And so how do you do with love readings when you get these crazy people going? What do you do? I do. Well, it depends. First, I ask any of my clients, are you in a relationship or are you currently Mm -hmm. seeking? Because that usually colors the direction of where that love reading and what spread I'm going to use is. True. Because if they're currently seeking, we can do a lot of fun things with. Sometimes the cards will suggest ways of, oh, you've got some work on yourself to do. So maybe you right. need to self-love first or get over that other guy you just broke up with type of thing. Mm-hmm. What I like to do is, oh, you're looking? Okay, well, how much time do you have? If you've got a lot of time, let's lay down a bunch of cards that might have qualities of that person right. you're so looking for. Right, so figure out for. what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then do a, a final one. Like, I'll do groupings of these, like three or four cards for each potential suitor. Mm. And then the last one would be like, well, if you go with this person with these three qualities, here's what this relationship could look like. Right. You know, type of thing. And give them a kind of a future cast of what might a new relationship be If this happens, like. then that could happen, yeah. And, but if they're dating, sometimes... They come to you with those questions of, should we open the relationship or we have a problem? How can I get over it or something? So there I usually do generic style spreads, you know, like Mm -hmm. problem solution type stuff. Or I've actually, I'm not really good at it or I don't see myself good at it, but I've gotten like the the pregnancy questions like oh you know timing you know how do you discuss timing and pregnancies and what cards could mean that i i'm pregnant or when we're pregnant and stuff so well the one that could mean that you're pregnant is always going to be uh the empress because she is pregnant in the card but that doesn't necessarily mean you're pregnant remember that people when it comes up um but if you're looking to find out and that card comes up in your reading then hey that's a really nice sign right yeah, I mean, for me, I think depending, it's also dependent on the deck for, you know, if we go yeah, with the pregnancy yeah. vibe, the, not the deviant moon, what is it? The vertigo tarot, DC's vertigo tarot mm-hmm. has a card, I believe it's the ace of swords, maybe the two or the three of swords that has a sword going into like the opening of a vagina. To me, that's oh. a pregnancy card. Wow. Okay. That's, it's, whoa. You know, yeah. It's, it's, again, that's it's an adult themed deck. So you've got stuff like right, that so you gotta, on there. And keep that in mind, folks, when you're reading what decks you're using and who you're reading for. Speaking of other cards besides the Empress, um, mm-hmm. depending on the deck, as you said, the, the Druid craft 
the judgment card is actually called Rebirth, and it's a little yeah. kid coming out of cave. And to me, that could also be, you know, he's, this person has now been reborn and has, having a rebirth and could be having a baby because now you're, you're re-being, you're, you are being reborn as a parent. It's, an, it's a way to look at that. Again, yeah, it really like depends that. on the question, of course. Um, and, and then, of course, there's also the sun card with the little boy on the, on the horse. Mm-hmm. So that could be a kid coming into your life or, or something like that, too. Um, there's lots of different ways that, I mean, again, as I said, I, I, I picked the Empress because my first thought was uh, using a Rider-Waite-Smith because everybody's familiar. So, yeah. But there are other cards that can mean birth of children or birth of an idea. That's the other thing for me is the Empress card isn't always just about pregnancy. It's about birthing an idea and birthing yes. a relationship. Well, the Empress is yeah. my, my birth card. So I'm I'm past giving birth okay. to children age, but I give uh, birth to a lot of babies, books, decks, yes. and stuff like that. And and by the way, folks, birth card means she's done her math for her birthday, and that's the card that means Jamie. When it was in, when Jamie was born, that's the card that was in play. Just so people know. Um, and roses yeah, I, happens to be the other ro- romance card. Yes, the lovers, the six of of the tarot. And again, for me, that also is about relationships as well. I mean, mm-hmm. when we're talking about love readings, we need to keep in mind that there are lots of cards that can be seen as, you know, relationship. Uh, Two of Cups is a great one um, in most decks um, because it's generally they're intertwined in some, the cups themselves are intertwined in some way, suggesting connection. And cups are about relationship for most people. Not everyone, I understand. So yeah, I mean, when you're giving a love reading too, you really need to, it's really about the question, I would think, right? For me, it is. And where the person's coming from, like I said, are they just starting out in a new relationship? Are they ready to become married? Are they looking for those marriage cards, which for me might mean the two of cups or mm-hmm. the, the lovers type stuff. I like to go off my, well, even in any practice, private or pers- or event-wise, what's the question? What's the yeah. heart of the matter? You know, right. Are you jumping into a new relationship and want to know how to avoid um, past issues that you might have in past mm-hmm. relationships like um, hurdles? Or do you want to know how do you propose to your your partner? That to me is is key to giving a good love reading. Yeah. I mean, well, because you also need to make sure that you're you're. You're reading for somebody who's actually, okay, so let's rewind for a moment and say, because as you said, are you in a relationship? Now, if you're in a relationship, you're going to do a different reading than, of course, if you're looking for a relationship. But the other thing to keep in mind, too, and, and when I have, and I've come across this is where it's like, well, I'm in a relationship, but things aren't great. So I want to know what they're thinking. And I'm like, uh, I like this idea, but no, we can't do that. They're not here. Yeah. I can read for you about what you're going through in the relationship, but I, when it's a love reading specific, I don't read for someone who's not there because I don't know what they're actually thinking. That's a good point because I also am the same way. I'd much rather read um, for the client who sits down Mm -hmm. about their aspect of the relationship. I I know some readers will generically call it spy on somebody Mm -hmm. else. Like what's so-and-so doing, you know, in, you know, they are the, 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 are they cheating on me question? Basically, you know, it's that, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. I don't do that. It's more or less, well, what's going on in your relationship to think you're having this issue? And how about ways that we can focus on your self-love, your needs, right. instead of saying, you know, can the cards predict whether or not so-and-so is cheating on me? And how and can I first, make them stop? Yeah. Or can you hex them? I, I, don't, uh, I don't do that stuff either. Uh, first off, if you're asking me this question, the answer is yes. 
And I will say that. And they got to give me that look. And I'm like, well, if you even think that they are, what makes you think that? Yeah. Talk about that. And then we talk about what they're feeling, not necessarily what this other person's doing. Because, again, they're not there. Um, but, I, I I mean, it's, it's one of those questions that... It comes to a gut feeling. You, if you even have to ask that question, you probably already know the answer. But if if it's okay, so you think they're cheating. Let's talk about what you can do to make you better in that relationship. Yeah. If you want to stay in that relationship, or how do you get out of it if you're worried about this? You know, because I'm not willing to tell this person that the cards say because they don't. That's not the kind of readings I give. I know there are people who can do that, and I. Mm-hmm. More power to those guys. And again, go for it. But again, with love readings, it really should be about the person in front of you or the people. I mean, if you're going to do a love reading for a couple, then that's different. And they're both there. Then that's a totally different ballgame. But if it's just one person going, will I ever find love? Or or is he cheating on me? Or is she cheating on me? Or are they cheating on me? Whatever. I really would. I, I try and keep it focused, as you said, on the person sitting in front of you. On that note, what if there's two people sitting in front of you? For me, I like to um, sit down with them and do some ground rules first because, Mm -hmm. you know, you get into the potential with some he said, she said, especially if the cards show certain things that come up. Mm -hmm. I've never had that happen. I tend to keep my couple's readings kind of light, mostly because I get those in event situations. Ah, So it needs to be lighthearted. It kind of, yeah, less time. You don't get the counseling, coaching type thing that might come up. So Mm -hmm. I'll always find out, well, is this rating for the both of you as opposed to, oh, this is, you know, I'm buying it for her or I'm buying it for him type of thing. If it is that, if it is the one-on-one type thing, I'll send the other person off and say, well, you got to go because you never know what the cards are going to come up. But if it's the couple's thing, I'll kind of, um, I'll play with them a little bit. If they seem playful or interested, I'll have them pick cards, you know, well, like hide cards, like this card might represent her this one might represent him and what he brings into the relationship. And then I'll do like a third card that's like, here's how it's kind of going. Because mm-hmm. like I said, it's never really, for me, been a in-depth, hard, heavy type situation where I've had right. enough time to be able to sit down and do something deeper with them. Now, I know you've got some really good stuff for what happens if you get those deep stuff, right? Well, yeah, you get, you get, you can do a couple of different things. You can... My favorite thing is to have the couple each shuffle the cards and pick cards for the other person. Um, and they each pick the same amount of cards. And then I pick three cards for the group. So it's like he picks, she picks three cards for him. He picks three cards for her. And then I pick three cards for the couple. Nice. And we do kind of a little triangle reading of this is who you are in the relationship, who he is in the relationship, who, where you both see the relationship, where you see each other, you know, yourself in the relationship. And then I pull the three cards going, okay, so here's where you meet. Here's some things to look at. Here's some things to watch out for. Quite simple, straightforward. And then if they want to, you know, add a couple more cards spending on time, I will do that. Because again, you can get a lot of information out of just those nine cards and they're good things and bad things that come up. I mean, relationships happen, you have to work at them. And I think that's the part that couples sometimes forget when they get couples readings, oh, it's going to be great because our relationship is great, right? And then, you know, a hard card will come up and they'll kind of get a little nervous. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this just means it's something you guys got to work on. It's not a big deal. Don't don't freak out about it. Yeah, that's the tower. It's okay. There's going to be a change. What could be pu- coming up? And then get them talking. Because that's the one thing I love about tarot is that it gets people talking. 
It gets them uh, to look at something that they've been kind of ignoring sometimes, even for me, and start discussing that, oh, I'm not looking at that thing because I, I, it makes me scared. It makes me nervous. Or when it's a couple's reading, too, you can bring up the whole, hey, this came up. Do you guys want to talk about it? And then they do start talking because it's like, oh, we were both thinking about it, but we didn't know how to bring it up. And so this gave them permission to talk about the topic, whatever it might be. It's kind of nice. I like that, especially when it comes to the quote-unquote negative cards. Because like you said, people get scared when they see them. But what if it's not necessarily in the relationship? It's a card that pops out that's just, oh, you got an event that's coming up that you got to watch out for. We're putting it on the table because you're going to need support from your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be not even related to equality in the relationship that you're reading for that couple. So exactly. it's, it's good stuff to keep in mind. And again, like we keep saying to everybody listening, experiment, try out yeah, the oh, stuff definitely. that we do, you know, talk to one another and figure out exactly how, how would you read for couples? What do you guys do? Because I don't have a whole lot of experience in that, but I, you know, when I get couples, like I said, I like to play, you know, ask, invite them to play with me and try new things and see how that works and see how they can grow as a couple when they come out mm-hmm. of it. Exactly. And I think that the, the key is getting them to play and making it fun, especially when it comes to these kind of readings, because it shouldn't be super serious. You want it to be an enjoyable experience. Tarot should be enjoyable. Yes. It doesn't have to be perfect. Don't get me wrong. Yes, bad things happen. Go read my Ten of Cups business. But cards can be fun. And you want to have an experience for the person you're reading for that will be straightforward and enjoyable, even if it's hard, even if the topic is hard. So, you know, topics can be hard, but that doesn't mean that the readings need to be. So what, what is it you do when you get to that point, Jamie, where it's a hard end? How do you, how do you wrap that up? That's a good question. If it's a single client... Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hold space for them. I'll give mm-hmm. them some time and some space. And then, of course, I will offer another session or, you know, I'm there for another service. Sometimes I'll give them homework, things to think about or actually do so that they can act upon whatever information I've given them. Because, again, it's mm-hmm. all situational based. If it's couples stuff, I remind them that, you know, they came to me because they felt they were strong enough to, you know, hear what the cards had to say. Mm-hmm. And that, there, you know, no relationship's going to be sunshine, unicorns, and kittens. I mean, I've got a great partnership with my partner, but even then, sometimes we squabble about the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. Mm-hmm. But we still work through it. We still talk. We communicate. And I remind couples that, you know, yeah, sure, some of these cards look bad, but it's all in the perspective, perspective pers- introspection of mm-hmm. how you're going to interpret it. Right. And what you can do afterwards and be there for each other. Sometimes the cards will focus on one partner over the other. And it's like, hey, this person's going through a hard time. Here's some things you can do to support them in their Mm -hmm. week and vice versa. Yeah. And that's that's the beauty of of doing the love readings and the couples readings is that you are providing each partner with some tools to help them support each other as well as themselves. And I think that's the beauty of doing this, especially in February, when everybody's all worried or wondering about, oh, will I fall in love? Well, what about falling in love with yourself, as you said? You know, these the, the tarot can be a great tool to bring that all back around. So, yeah, get out there and do some love readings. Thank you for listening to Tarot Visions, a podcast for the modern oracle. To keep the conversation going, please find us on Facebook at Tarot Visions US, 
or follow us on Twitter at tarot underscore visions.